there's a tradition here, but I'm like, I'm about to get roasted. And uh, that's kind of really? part of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's totally fine. And I we welcome this. You know, there's talk shows, there's radio shows, and they only ever read the emails. They're like, great job, guys. You're doing a great job. You guys are the best. No, we want to read the ones that are like, you guys are bullshit. You really? dropped the ball. Yeah. Well, let me throw up your contact so info. Here, so so you can get in touch with us anytime. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Letting them know exactly where they can find me. Because people ripping me a new one have always had a really hard time finding me online. So I appreciate you putting that out there. Uh, but this is a tradition, as you know, friends. Uh, and this is kind of a big deal as well, because this is the last time in Real Talk history that this tradition, the tradition staying. But this is the last time it's going to be called this. And so, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, let's get going on Trash Talk. All right, Russ was watching yesterday as I interviewed the Honorable Nate Horner, Alberta's Minister of Finance, talking about the Alberta pension plan. He says, Jespo, I got to say, I'm disappointed. Uh, I'm okay with the fact that the finance minister was on your show. It's it's in his mandate. Both sides should be heard. But there were a lot of opportunities to challenge him and dig into this that were missed. Uh, your listeners want you to hold your interviewees accountable, expose truth, get to the heart of the matter, and I don't feel that this happened. You know, emails from the usual suspects sure seemed like an easy way to discount a lot of Albertans who would be concerned about the government messaging with their retirement plans. Is email now the easiest way to convey your thoughts, especially in cities that don't have a conservative MLA? You did challenge him on the formula, uh, but he also dismissed it and said it's uh, you know, it's complicated. Uh, should a formula be subject to interpretation? E now equals MC cubed? You asked him about the money and he responded with a range of 260 to 360 billion dollars that's a range of 100 billion fucking dollars says ross ross isn't wrong he says does that tiny rounding error flaw their whole rosy survey of do you want to spend less get more and have your cake and eat it too like how are they asking these questions when there's such a huge variance how do you let a hundred billion dollars slide you asked him about the cons and he got soft walked through the implications that may have for the rest of canada how come they didn't campaign on it they hid from it how about the structure of it he opens right away with impact to the economy. Sure, if we're spending less on retirement, we have more to spend. But is he talking about politically directed investment? What actually does happen to Alberta's reputation and positioning in Confederation if we do that? So that's the goal? Listen, I get that this isn't your bullshit idea, Jespo. And you did have Dr. Trevor Toom and Shannon Phillips to present a different view. But he's not the minister in charge. Trevor Toom isn't. This is the person to really challenge and ask the hard stuff. Says, I was listening for solid questions, hard-hitting real talk, accountability. Today felt like it should have been fire, and we got tepid tea. That from Russ. Appreciate your point. I could respond. Maybe I will in an email, but I'm just going to keep the ball rolling, Russ. Feedback like that is good for us to hear. And there will be more of these interviews. The conversation continues. MJ wrote in to say, I just finished listening to your interview with the finance minister regarding the Alberta pension plan. He's quite skilled at making an utterly ridiculous idea sound considerably less ridiculous than it actually is. I've read extensively on the topic and I can't see how anybody would think that this is a good idea. I've lived in Alberta for a long time and I'm accustomed to the anger that comes every time a liberal government is elected federally, especially when that government overstays its welcome like this one has, says MJ. By considering an APP, we're putting our own retirements at risk and we will negatively affect our relationship with the rest of the country. I, like other longtime residents of Alberta, are not from here and I'll gladly take my education experience and money to another province if the UCP starts fucking with my pension. I've upended my life once before to move to Alberta with retirement on the horizon. I will upend it again to relocate where a portion of my retirement savings 
savings may be safer. I'm a decade away from that retirement, and I'm not willing to have a portion of my retirement savings fucked with just so our provincial government can attempt to score political points and anger up their base, a province that doesn't seem to know any better. Finally, the online questionnaire, a complete joke. If you don't ask if I don't, you know, if I even want to eat a shit sandwich, don't have an entire questionnaire asking what my favorite toppings for the shit sandwich would be. And then MJ, as a true real talker, signs off. Have a great weekend. This one from John, who says, Jespo, I'm very disappointed in coverage of the NHL's decision to ban Pride tape. I completely agree. People should be able to attend a game and be able to leave the world behind. It would also be great for everybody to be in a position to do that, but that's just not the case. Homophobia and other discrimination and racism is still very prevalent within many mainstream sports, including hockey. Some people just don't feel welcome. They simply don't feel accepted by the fandom simply because of who they are, be it gay, brown, or female. And I'm glad that the delicate, snowflake-esque NHL fans can now feel unchallenged and comfortable in the hockey arenas. Maybe the NHL will expand that concept of acceptance to include their non-traditional fans. That from John. And this one from Marie, who says, Jespo, after listening to players' responses to the NHL's truly backward decision, I realize they're in a different and difficult position, and they're very unlikely to go against the new rules. But guess who isn't bound by Gary Bettman's rules? The fans! Perhaps we need to be encouraging people around the NHL who do support Pride to wear those Pride jerseys, wear Pride tape on their sleeves, Pride pins, whatever they have to games to make a statement to the NHL that they can't erase an entire group of people by ignoring their existence. Marie says, I also thought that if the NHL doesn't reverse the decision, we should start boycotting their sponsors so that the pressure is put directly where it counts on league revenues. That from Marie. You can send us your trash talk anytime. It'll have a new new name next Friday to talk at ryanjesperson.com and we always welcome your feedback you can find us at Real Talk RJ on TikTok, Instagram and Twitter. It's been a big week, it's been a heavy week but we're grateful to be able to do this with you, our Real Talk fans thanks for liking our episodes, subscribing to us on YouTube and podcasts and telling your friends, we'll see you again on Monday Monday